0: Welcome to the Caring Advisor podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. How old are you? financially. For the financial happiness we crave, we need to learn how to enjoy life as a financial grown-up, even though we're a child of God. In today's episode, I'm going to share 10 ways you can know you are a financial grown-up and what you can do about it if you aren't. You know, Jesus said we have to become like children. The Father calls us His children, and much of scripture returns us to that father-child relationship. Our faith and trust and spiritual dependence must be on him alone and no other. Self-sufficiency, meaning the pride of thinking we don't need God, is a sin. But at the same time, he wants us to grow up in everything to Christ Now, you know in your own life, a parent-child relationship is still intact. Whether the child is a child or grown up, developed, self-controlled, mature, if the child is a baby in diapers, no matter the age of the child, it's still a parent-child relationship. But we need to grow up financially. It's unseemly for us to live in spiritual babyhood and wear financial diapers. Isn't it funny how when we're young, we want to be grown up? I mean, what a dream come true to be thought of as being all grown up. I remember one day long ago, taking a walk with my two teenage cousins, Rose Marie and Connie, whom I idolized. And right in the middle of the walk, I stopped at a crack in the sidewalk. I struck a dramatic pose as only a 10 year old can and I asked them in earnest, how old do I look? Oh, how I longed to be included in their exalted status as teenagers. My two dear cousins stared at one another. And then at me, they were completely speechless. They had no idea what to answer. So finally, Connie said, "Um, well, how old do you want to be? And I said, 15. And she said, well, that's how old you look. And that was that. Everybody was happy, and we resumed our walk. So today, let's consider how old do you look? How old do you appear to the outside world financially? And in the immortal words of Cousin Connie, how old do you want to be? You see, in the quest for maturity... Money, dear ones, is the last frontier of adulthood. Yes, many of us have longed to grow up and be independent in every way except financially. It's the one area we tend to resist most, and it's understandable. For one thing, financial maturity is very scary, most of us had no idea back then of all it took to feed us, clothe us, and house us growing up. We had no sense of the kind of grit it took for our parents to wake themselves up from a sound, snug sleep and go off to work every day, tired or not, well-paid or not, fulfilled in their job or not. And it would be kind of, easier to never have to step into this adult financial role, right? Sure. But there's a problem with that, a big one. You know what the problem is? Control. One of the issues of arrested financial development is that if we don't provide for ourselves, it's the provider who gets to do the picking. A child doesn't get to pick where they live, or what house they choose, or what town, or what state, or what car the family drives, or when and where they will vacation. A child doesn't get to pick a household schedule or make most of the other decisions. Limits press in on children from everywhere. Kids are not autonomous. They live under the control of others. And financial adulthood comes with amazing benefits, not just financial benefits, but spiritual, relational, emotional, and professional. There are a lot of benefits to becoming a financial grown-up. Let me just list some of them for you now. One, financial grown-ups are entrusted with more. By whom? Well, by our spouse. By our customers and clients and business relationships and peers. Financial grown ups are entrusted by our employers and our employees, by our children and our aging parents, by our friends, and mostly by our best friend, who is the Lord. How are we entrusted? Well, in endless ways, based on whatever God's design is for your life. Financially is just one area where he will entrust you if you are a grown-up. Two: A financial grown-up is respected. And because they are respected, they tend to be offered exciting responsibilities. So who do you turn to when you need leadership for a project or a committee, leadership for a team or a board of directors, or even for a family meeting? you turn to a financial grown-up. Financial grown-ups get to have more and do more at work, in their communities, in their churches, and their families. Number three, as a financial grown-up, we get to feel like we're partnering with God. We experience a surge of joy and goodwill. Selfishness and self-centeredness dissipate. We become God-centered. We become other-centered. We partner with him. We become his boots on the ground. We're ready to serve his beloved with capable hands. And number four, financial grown-ups are pleasing to God. Financial maturity honors him. It pleases him. He wants us to grow up in all things to Christ, including in money. In fact... He is so adamant about our developing holy financial maturity that he has given us over 2,000 instructions about money in the Bible. Do you ever feel like a child financially? Now, we all have our special secret areas where we never really want to grow up. I know I do. But I think it helps if we define and quantify What are the elements of financial adulthood? Because in the end, none of us want to leave behind the best God has for us financially, right? I mean, we can never get more money than He has ordained, but we can get a whole lot less if we don't close the gaps. So let's bravely take a look at ways we can reassure ourselves that we're a financial grown up. Here are 12 ways to reassure yourself that you're a financial grown-up. You know you're a financial grown-up by, one, by your giving. All kids are born selfish until they're trained to think of others' needs. So you know you're a financial grown-up if you tithe to your church, if you give of your time, talent, treasure, and truth. If you're aware and conscious of the needs of other people around you. Two, you know you're a financial grown-up by your financial honesty. So ask the kid if they took the cookie. They'll say no, but it's a lie. Ask a classroom of kids which one dropped the porcelain on the desk, and no hand will go up. Because a child is more afraid of consequences from grown-ups than afraid of disappointing the Lord. And you'll know you're a financial grown-up if you muster the courage to raise your hand and say, it was I who made the mistake and I'm so sorry. You're a true financial grown-up if you tell the truth, take responsibility, and trust the Lord for the consequences. Number three of how to know you're a financial grown-up is by your spending. Kids spend money they did not earn, money that was given to them, maybe from an allowance, which, by the way, an allowance is just sort of a practice paycheck, maybe from a gift from their grandparents. Spending to a child is about fun and play and entertainment. Kids spend rashly. Grownups spend cautiously. Kids get wide-eyed. They reach for the first thing they see in a store. Grown-ups comparison shop. So you'll know you are a financial grown-up if you spend cautiously, thoughtfully, wisely. And if you comparison shop for value based on whatever criteria is important to you. You'll know you're a financial grown-up by your promises. Kids make promises they cannot keep. They mean to keep them, but they can't. Daddy, I'll never do that again. Or, Mom, can I have a puppy? I'll do all the work, Mom. You won't have to do a thing. (laughs) Well, you know you're a financial grown-up. If you don't make rash promises, especially the promise of paying off a debt, yours or anyone else's, You're a financial grown-up if you consider the risks of making a promise, the risks of financial overcommitment, and if you consider the risks of becoming entrapped by promises that even though you mean to, you know you just cannot keep. Number five, you know you're a financial grown-up by your planning. So children are like puppies. They don't plan. They live in the moment. They think only about today, or really, they think about right now, this minute. When a puppy has an urge, maybe to chew, they don't assess the risks and benefits before munching on your shoe. They play now and seem almost surprised by the scolding they get later. Delightful though puppies and children are, they are capricious and impulsive. That's part of childhood. You know you are a financial grown-up if you do think about tomorrow, if you deliberately time your treats and pleasures, if you carefully weigh consequences, if you financially plan for the future. Kids and puppies never think about the future, but you do because you're a financial grown-up. You know you're a financial grown-up by your saving. Now, some kids actually do save, but most of them know they don't need to. If they spend whatever they're given, more money will somehow show up to feed them, clothe them, house them, and probably to entertain them. They don't really need to think about tomorrow. The grown-ups will look out for the future, but uh, you're a financial grown-up, and you'll know that if you save, if you do think about the future— If you save regularly, systematically, maximizing your 401k or your 403b at work or other saving plan, if you're giving thought beyond today and thinking about tomorrow and investing in your future, you're a grown-up. Number seven, you know you're a financial grown-up by your reading. Children read children's books Quick and easy answers with lots of pictures. Oh, wait, that's much the way information is transmitted to us on social media. Hmm. Well, you'll know you're a financial grown-up if, in addition to your social media use, you also make it a point to read and learn from real books like I know the Bible and other well-written books by Christian authors. You'll know you're a financial grown-up by your relationships, especially your relationships to those in authority. You see, children perceive those in authority, whether it's a teacher or a parent, as being either mean or nice based on the child getting what the child wants. So a child's equation is yes equals nice and no equals mean. (laughs) Since a child's language skills are undeveloped, they don't know how to articulate or verbalize their thoughts and emotions, right? So they don't yet understand how to think through reasons or to form solutions. Kids follow. It's the grown-ups who lead. So whether it's the teacher or the coach or whoever's in charge of them, kids follow along. They line up as they're asked to do. You'll know that you are a financial grown-up. If you self lead, if you feel strong, not weak in Christ, if inwardly you feel powerful, not powerless against the opinions of other adults. I just have to say that again. You know you're a financial grown up if inwardly you feel powerful, not powerless against the opinions of other adults. Read Proverbs 29, verse 25. If you see the bigger picture when you're in a hard conversation with an employer or a person in authority, you're a grown-up who understands that business exists to earn a profit and employees exist to increase efficiencies and that clients and customers show up only if they perceive value and if they're offered it with a smile. You know you're a financial grown-up if when you are in a dispute with a business or a boss or other authority, you use your words and respectfully articulate your reasons for disagreement. By the way, I should mention there's a great resource, a book called The Art of Hard Conversations: Biblical Tools for Tough Talks That Matter by Laurie Stanley Rolleveld. Great book. I'll put it in the show notes. Number nine, you'll know you're a financial grown-up by your contentment. Hmm. When a child wants something, their whole world's happiness rests on it being given to them. I want it now. And what happens if they don't get it? Well, the tears or the temper tantrums or the pouting. You know you're a financial grown-up if you know how to live with contentment and gratitude to the lord your god even while you're praying and plotting for more and lastly you'll know you are a financial grown up by ready drum roll by your trust listen carefully to this children know that they are little and weak and powerless All the grown-ups seem to them to be big and strong and powerful. So children have a tendency to trust adults indiscriminately. That's why we have to fear for their safety, because a predator could break through barriers, win their trust, and obtain evil influence over that child. But you know you are a financial grown-up. If you develop criteria over who you will trust and who not to trust. You know you're a financial grown-up if you use caution and discretion and if you confirm a trustworthy person based on their alignment with the Word of God. If you're not spellbound by smooth words or academic degrees and not easily charmed by personality, In seeking financial counsel, you want to know the source, mindset, and framework of their position before you trust that person. Do they or do they not align with the word of God? Trusting anybody and everybody is how kids do it. Trusting God, his word, and faithful representatives of him is the grown-up thing to do. So how old are you financially? Let's approach the Lord as little children and grow up financially. The benefits of being a financial grown-up will be extraordinary. To be trusted, respected, to have the honor of partnering with God financially to achieve his purposes for others and to have the joy of pleasing him in his direction to grow up financially to him. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.